Ho, ho, ho. I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Ho, ho, ho. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we are live on a Monday night right monday night i'm ready to do some podcasting that's right y'all getting two days in a row uh feel like old times almost um except i'm on the third level of hell um we uh the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport a bullet ball extreme um and uh yeah so the you know i'm in new york you guys know how it is. Time for a New York Minute update. Um, <laughs> uh, number one, uh, walking to work is getting easier and better. I'm getting more used to it. Um, yeah, I, fi- I figured out you you would. It's just have to getting you know getting used to the distance and and you know your routine and like you said, I know sometimes you know you can get in your mind i can get in my mind too sometimes because mm-hmm. i i remember that i remember when i had to uh walk up there for the taping i was 100 percent in my head because mm-hmm. i know you was like walk i was like what <laughs> you know and then i was i was moving so fast uh um that i uh missed the turn and then the maps uh thing had me all over the place i was like oh this is a mess yeah, and, and, I, and I think that's why I panicked when I got up there and fell out with that dude. And I ain't really fall out with him, but I was letting him know, look, I am somebody. I don't walk my black ass all the way up here, nigga. You gonna let me up in this bitch? Yeah, it's definitely a mentality you have to get used to. You know, I was talking to a guy who was born up here and today, and he was talking about how much he loves walking and just feels like being in the city and all this stuff. And um, I, you know, of course, I walk slow. I'm a southerner. <laughs> you know, I'm, right. I'm bigger um and it takes like maybe 15 minutes for me to walk to work and back and stuff um you know 15 minutes each way um but you know it's a little over a mile and a half or something it's like a little over a mile like and some change and uh you know and this weekend when i went to the movies i walked out there and stuff and you know, the main thing is that the cold isn't really what bothers me that much if I have my, you know, clothes on and shit. But mm-hmm. um, it's just a matter of getting it, getting up and down. And then, of course, time is the essence because between a full time job and then trying to record the podcast and all that shit. It, sometimes I just it's like I can go walk to Target and get some stuff and come back. But then by the time I get here, we won't be able to do the show um you know so some stuff i'm having to streamline into being like okay can i get my clothes delivered or do i want to walk to the laundromat stay there for a couple hours wash and dry my clothes and then we just don't do a show you know right. so um picking yeah, and choosing that's my spots. like some things i just instacart and just send back to the house just because it's just out of out of just the convenience of it yeah versus a lot of people they live there you're accustomed to that and you know to them they probably can do that and you know seven to ten minutes you know that same distance yeah um so yeah that was you know that's what's up um uh the the radiator situation so i i had to look this shit up because i said what the fuck this cannot be how y'all live like y'all live like this rod versus the radiator you laughed at me when i gave that title (laughs) 
Yeah, but I mean, well, you versus the shower rod. I mean, come on, what you you know? Uh, <laughs> and I think the shower rod won. <laughs> and, the, and, and the thermostat. You you can control the temperature, and you won't even go change it. So you don't have no room to talk. Um, but yeah, so I looked it up, and it just apparently this goes all the way back to like when the city was first built on some like 1800s type shit. Um, they ain't updated. What the hell is this? So um, they use steam to and and like hot water and steam through the pipes to heat things. And so they put the radiators in these old buildings. It set one person, maybe the superintendent, somebody sets it for everybody. Uh, then um, and it's and if it's too hot, it's supposed to be because that's the design. Because back in the day, they believed that it was healthy to have air circulating throughout your house so they said it was designed basically for you to leave your windows open and just let the heat and the air mix to to get the wind the air flowing in your okay. house um which you know i'm sure back in the yeah, day technology has has advanced since then but yeah this was like old school way yeah yeah and i guess uh they just fine with that like nobody thought they, they they cool nobody ever thought about making individual units like nah that cost too much money Mm-mm. just deal with this old shit yeah uh so um there's other things you can do you can buy a cloth that goes on top of it um because it won't catch it on fire supposedly or burn it if it's a certain type of cloth you can buy like some absorbent shit wow. you can buy it's not like other people have had this problem like how do i turn this bitch down <laughs> yeah you can take a you can take a screwdriver and like turn it all the way off but you have to turn it all the way off for it to clank um it's just like i'm not gonna fuck with it because i'm not gonna be here that long and it just seemed like uh i'm gonna just open these windows and Apparently, I don't love podcasting as much as uh, Keith Miley because y'all going to have to hear this radiator and whatever happens outside this building and the AC because... Um, yeah, because Keith would be like, we're not having a podcast today. Or, <laughs> nah, Keith would just like... Keith would just close the window and turn off the AC and suffer for the for the art. He'd be in there at 100 degrees sweating in, in his fucking short sleeves. Uh, and we're talking about Keith Miley from uh, Keith and the Girl. The girl. And, uh mm-hmm. Because, you know, he's a, he's a huge stickler for sound, stickler and he's right. It's, yes, it sounds, it shit always sounds great, but uh, y'all going to have to get this low quality today. So I don't know if y'all can hear all this in the background. I, I don't mean, know. I'm, I'm sorry if somebody going to ooh child the ghetto. It's just going to have to be the ghetto. I'm looking at the fan right now. Notice. The fan is saying that it's 74 degrees in here. That's with two windows open, the fan blasting, and the AC. So, like... <laughs> Yeah, we can't hear anything, and I okay. think a lot of it has to do with our mic. With, with the yeah, mic. I hope so, yeah, but just saying, there's always somebody, you know, there's always some motherfucker. Um, but I heard yeah. a buzzing. I heard, I, I heard the radiator whistling through the mic. Yeah, <laughs> I did get my mic stand, so that's good. Um, uh, it's it's better than uh, the, the one where I had to lean down and, and couldn't get right. the, the thing. Hopefully, I'll get that camera from you soon. And we'll really be cooking with grease for this. I put it in the mail with the with your pants that mm-hmm. I uh, was talking about. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up really quick was um, I'm watching League Pass through the app because uh, I'm not home and I can't just flip the channels and shit. Mm-hmm. And it's so fucked up. Like when you use the app by logging in with your like 
in your like your your password and stuff for your internet provider so like i can log in with uverse but mm-hmm. i do it on amazon fire stick or i do it on the tv here and every hour or so it'll like de take take away my credentials and make me re-log in it's a big pain in the ass especially when like it's a close game two minutes left and now i gotta like take two three minutes to like reset the whole fucking thing unlog in log back in it never remembers my shit i know why because there's another option on the amazon fire stick where it says hey if you just want to pay and no it's not the location because it did it last year um and i was at a different place um it'll say hey if you want to pay twenty dollars a month for amazon like the nba league pass um you can watch it with no commercials on two different devices or you can watch it on one device with with commercials and so honest to god they broke me i gave them the twenty dollars uh you get like a week free you're already paying for the service you're paying for it again yeah i'm just tired of fucking logging out and logging the goddamn back in and it was happening with like a minute to go in the game and i would turn it on the fucking games over and i'm like well what is this shit you know um so i went ahead and paid the you know signed up for it i can still cancel actually if i want but honestly oh my god this is so much better it's better than regular league pass because on league pass at home you know you just get the broadcast of what's on tv so you see all the commercials and mm-hmm. sometimes you see commercials from other states and stuff like that and that's nice right with this with this thing where you say no ads they show you the arenas and what's happening oh. when they cut the commercial oh so you can see like they have times and shit everything oh, that's fun. it's so oh, with, good and they do like the t-shirt toss and the cannon toss i miss that because you know we used to being at the game so i mean i understand with the commercials but i miss that so i guess when they say no commercials they mean we we hear the we hear the whole time oh like we, i saw we ain't cutting in nobody's commercial i saw a dude eating motherfucking um he had to eat three brats in 60 seconds and he'd get lifetime brats for free. He didn't make it. Wow. Um, I saw a Christmas carol like game where they sing, they give you part of the lyrics and then you buzz in and you sing the next lyric and you get like a point or whatever. But okay. the people that were singing was like, you could tell they were actual professional singers. So I think it was like they planted them to make it seem like it was just a, but then they start singing and the crowd was going crazy. They had a Christmas um they had a a christmas season dance along thing where like they would play a different song and then that the character from the song would show up so it'd be like you know rudolph the red nose reindeer then the reindeer come out and dance and then oh, it was like up on, and, yeah it was like up on the rooftop click 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 and then santa claus came out and then it's frosty the snowman dance like um oh. it's so it's it's so much better i don't know why uh it they should just do that like that's better than a commercial they're like who wants a t-shirt and you know he's gonna try to guess you know who was the best denver nugget or whatever like it was so fun oh so you get to see what other parts of the country their stuff is right because we only see the ones well, in even Charlotte. even in other parts of the country so yeah one you get to see which 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 uh stadiums and people give a fuck you know yeah because it, when they invest more money like in, in that stuff you can tell yeah yeah the cheap sorry teams just be like 
uh you know uh hey uh let, let's dance along or whatever you know uh mm-hmm. but some of them they took they go to extra level um the other thing too is even for people that live in those markets they see the commercials they still don't get to see what i'm seeing so oh so the only people that actually get to see that basically out of people that paid to go to the game and, right so since you're paying for the non-commercials you it's literally like you're at the game and for what i how much i watch nba basketball it yeah, literally yeah. is paying I for itself because you know especially me yeah. being here it's not like i'm out doing shit um i'll just come home throw it on league pass and just flip between mm-hmm. games and just see what you know oh what they doing in minnesota and stuff it's so it's so fun it like is it the same 10 channels or is it more is it's it so it's not channels you literally on the app can pick which game you want to watch so you can go in there and be like uh um like i can go on the fire stick and just be like oh minnesota is playing cleveland click on minnesota versus cleveland watch that if i want to change it i just back out go to a different game oh okay. okay memphis is playing um dallas let me check out memphis versus dallas like that Okay, so you just flip back and forth between the thing. I see what saying. So it's not like it's on the TV. It's through an app. Yeah, it's through an app. It's through the Fire okay. Stick. So, yeah, man, it's uh, fun. I, I really like that. Um, okay. I'll definitely I, If be, that's the case, that's worth it. Because I was like, well, we already paying for the service, but that's not like what we get at the house. Right. And, of course, it, lo- it blocks what's in your local area. So I'm not right. a Nets or a Knicks fan, really. So right. I'm... If I have to miss those games because I don't want to watch it on the local, that's fine. I'm I'm not that. So like certain things, it's just like the other league pass. You still like if something's on ESPN, you just you you can't watch it on the league pass, but you can watch it on TV if you want. You know, right? But yeah, oh, such a good app. Um, that's not like fun. Well, mm-hmm. then that's the case. That's worth it. I mean, it's only extra twenty dollars, which is not, which is uh, dropping the. Yeah, I mean the way I look at it was like. Uh, the, the the convenience of not having to fucking log out and log back in they know what they doing but they got yeah, it me. must be time it must be time to just something kick you out of the certain, it yeah. feels random but it just ha- it's like when it happens it's so inconvenient because like you can't just click a button and log back in you gotta you know and it's a controller not a keyboard you gotta like log back in every time put your password and your email in every time it's just like and then sometimes it, it'll say even when you log back in it'll be like uh not authorized and so y'all have to turn it off and completely reset the fire stick and then go back in wait for the internet to connect it just it's just they know what they doing and they got me oh well right that yeah they they yeah it's probably designed to do that and you know because you know when you log in they can pick up that you're not from that area too mm-hmm. so they you know it's one of them things are like we're going to make it so inconvenient that you just end up just pay for our shit and just constantly deal with being kicked out yeah and then the last thing is like kind of a work thing i uh turned in an outline today for something i'm writing and uh you know once again the process has been kind of revamped and streamlined and it's a lot more at least so far, it seems to be a lot more efficient and getting ahead of things. This thing isn't actually going to be done or quote unquote due probably until uh, right before the Super Bowl. So that's, you know, over two months away, basically. Um, so to get ahead of it and be working on it, you know, feels good. But I was so tired from last week and um I felt like I was all over the place with just, you know, work and getting a handle on things, building a routine and stuff. And for a little bit, you know, I had kind of forgot 
that you know i'm good at this job you know a little bit you know not like i was having a necessarily imposter syndrome but it was just i was thinking about other shit so, so much right. that it was just like um it was zapping your energy away. yeah it's like how i'm gonna do this and then i don't know just resting over the weekend and recharging right, I, and then i think that resting matters because like i said last weekend you really didn't get a chance to rest because it was like i come you got there then you unpack mm-hmm. and then literally the next day it was like boom so right. like i said you didn't get that decompress time i think this weekend yeah. you actually got to sleep and decompress and like recover mm-hmm. so that's probably make a, i know that makes a big difference for me yeah and i think it did because you know some it was just interesting because um friday i just remember thinking to myself like am i gonna have to look at this all weekend to figure this out because it seems like it made sense in my head but as soon as i'm looking at the paper i'm i'm, I'm not feeling as confident and then some somewhere you know around like sunday morning saturday night or something i was just like i got this it's not like what was i i'm not even tripping i know what i want to say they know what they want me to say and um i just started working on it and when i looked at it again i realized i was really closer to being done than i thought because i put in a lot of work on friday um organizing the thoughts and trying to make a cogent argument and of course it's round one of an outline meaning people right. are going to read it they're going to add things they're going to take things out they're going to move things around they're going to you know there's going to be there's going to be a say so that other people have um but i don't know it's like i had just forgot i was a bad bitch for a second i was i was, I was like, <laughs> oh, no, oh, i'll never forget you a bad bitch <laughs> i don't know i just it just it just you, happened you're surrounded by too many bad bitches it's too many bad <laughs> bitches in in the podcast fandom is too, it's too many bad bitches that love us Mm-mm. you be yeah. a bad bitch so they can be bad bitches out there and it's also just that um you have and i like had cut my hair and, and shaved and all that stuff i think that helped too but um it's also like we got more people this year and because of that um in a good way it's less work per person but it also means like last year i got so used to being one of five six people i knew i was gonna have an imprint and every show and you know uh my stuff was gonna have i needed to my shit to be hidden i couldn't be out here fucking around couldn't be out here fucking up you know um but this year i actually you know have that that feeling of like wait a minute um i'm submitting stuff but they got 30 options to pick from instead of like 20 and so the odds of my shit being picked is lower um and you know you just have to check your ego at the door because it's really just about doing long as no one's coming to me saying i'm doing a bad job or i'm not being funny or you know whatever i'm cool because i the main thing for me is er, making sure everybody feels comfortable and of course everyone's gonna have an imprint on the show and especially Mm -hmm. bomani so by the end of the day it's really just what we can do to set up bomani to feel as comfortable as possible to get out there and 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 say the shit in his voice in a way that nobody else can say it and that's really what it's about it's not about us but yeah i don't know for a second i had just had a moment where i was like can i even do this you know (laughs) i don't know what to tell y'all i don't know if y'all never had that feeling before but i just had it for a second it wasn't long i think a lot of people go through that yeah yeah uh but yeah i I feel you know fine now but yeah that was so yeah that's that's been my day-to-day i haven't uh 
it wasn't a, a major day or whatever. The deliveries came through for mm-hmm. my, I, I got that laundry service thing, which was. How did it work? Yeah. So, um, I don't know if other people have this issue, but I definitely do. Um, sometimes I obsess about the most routine thing and I start thinking like, I'm trying to solve this problem, this unpro- this problem I've I've never had before. And I forget that obviously everyone people have had these problems and they've solved them in the past and there's probably an easy solution you know most likely yeah and so youtube is your friend i've learned kind of had to learn that well not even youtube i'm not talking about anything i did myself right um Mm. in this case it was laundry you know okay okay dealing with the services yeah yeah because last time i you know we've always stayed places where we did our own laundry you know Mm -hmm. whether we had to buy our own washing machine and dryer whether we moved it to a place that came with one whatever we always had Mm -hmm. those things Correct. and um with the uh with with this place for this for this month i'm gonna be here i don't have those services um and they don't have like a laundromat in the basement or something. It's just like you on your, you got to figure it out as an adult, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but f- sometimes I obsess about these things. And I'm like, what am I do? What am I do? What am I do? And sometimes I can even get like paralysis of analysis, where I'm like thinking about the shit so much that I stop. I start stalling on doing the work and doing the inf- going to find out the answers to my questions. Um, but of course this is a very easy thing they have drop off laundry they have laundry mats where you can go do it yourself because my whole thing was i know i'm not sitting in a laundry mat in new york city for two to three hours with my clothes hoping somebody don't steal my shit or whatever like i know i'm not doing that i don't have the time and Mm -mm. um you know it just seemed so inefficient um but um i was walking by a laundromat that was close here and it was like we do drop off we do pick up and we do delivery and i said oh so some people just you they come get your clothes wash them and bring them back and so i said i'm gonna try that you know so i signed i just googled you know the service and it was like you know i think the minimum you can pay is basically 39 dollars, but your first order is like half of that or ten dollars off of some shit yeah i won't say right twenty dollars off or something your first time they give you a laundry bag which i had one but they bring you a different one um you can tell them to air dry it so like you know like how i like to air dry my shirt so they don't shrink they they you can mm-hmm. say hey air dry this um and they'll do it for you um and you schedule when to pick it up and they schedule when to get it back they send you a text you can track them on the phone so you know how close they are mm. um and so yeah it was smooth like they came and got it yesterday before we recorded that's what we were waiting on to start recording and then today i said when they drop it off we can start recording and they dropped it off and i I had them between six and eight and i think he showed up at like seven or something so they were on time courteous you know i tipped them i want to say like i forget the amount probably ten dollars or something for the serve yeah and 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 like the minimum is normally like forty dollars so and and i did not give them a lot of clothes because i honestly was like i hope this shit work (laughs) you know right right like they do it by pound and i think i only gave them eight pounds of clothes which is like half of what you can give them for the minimum so next time i'll give them i'll probably wait a little over a week before i give them anything else but it worked it worked 
easily. So yeah, it was it was it was definitely cool. Okay, good. I'm glad that you like that and like the server. Like you said, and it's convenient, and I could see for a lot of people, <clears throat> depending on the situation, it's probably better. Like you said, more convenient. Be it you don't have the ability to, or it's just inconvenience or whatever it may be. That that's that's actually good. So we, you know, if you're ever in another in in a in another part of the country or another city. Mm-hmm. You do just start looking for the services if we somewhere where we like, hey, ain't no laundromat here. We know we can find out where these services are. Yeah, it's just mainly just that. I wouldn't even have thought about. Yeah, it's just mainly that there's no thing that everybody hadn't had to deal with. And like I said, I, I know it's anxiety. You know, I know that's what it is. I, I'm coping with it in, in healthy ways and, um, and all of that stuff, you know, trying, uh, trying to, uh, to maintain and all that shit. But, uh, it really lessens the more that I take care of this stuff, you know, routine shit, like where to take the trash out is stuff that my brain will be like, Oh God, the trash, where am I going to take the trash? Oh, is it, do you got to put it on the street? Do you got to put it in a curb? Do you got to put it in a, where do they have a dumpster? Do, are they going to find me? Do I have to put the recyclables in the clear one? Do I have to, you know, and I googled all that stuff you know you can like go online and it tells you what your trash days are and you know I I hit up the 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 Airbnb person and be like where do I put it you know and 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 so as I get these routines down uh I feel more and more free and more and more Mm -hmm. able to do stuff um right and and it doesn't tie up your thoughts and yeah. have have your mind kind of bogged down which actually that's not funny allows you to do your work better and mm-hmm. you know you're at a place where you're where you're very blessed and very privileged where you're like you know what i can outsource certain things mm-hmm. to make it convenient so i don't have to sit down and like okay now i gotta take three hours out of my day to do this now i gotta do that you know and stuff like that you yeah, know even like I, even with the way we get paid and stuff like I had to hit them up to make sure that I I, I want to get paid through the LLC again and pay myself. Mm-hmm. I you know I want you know like stuff like like that. You know I was it's stuff you think about, and if you think about it too long, you fuck around and be like, uh oh, I mess I missed the deadline or I didn't get paid. And so mm-hmm. I just try to be proactive about that kind of shit, and uh, it's been working out so far. So yeah, so far so good. Yeah, I'm 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 glad I'm glad that uh. Like you said, just because your mind can get to you, you know, and even me, sometimes my mind can get to me. And I know it's it's, it's not the same, mm-hmm. but I know it's a lot of things. I, I can do a lot of things on my own and by myself, but there's a lot of things I just I just don't do because you normally just do them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like for me, yes, I can go to the grocery store, but I know sometimes by the time I work all day and get everything situated, I'd be like, oh, snap, I need to go pick. And it's not a lot of items. Why don't I go pick up something? Like, you know what? I'm not going to go by myself at night to mm-hmm. go pick up shit. So I will just Instacart. Instacart. And then sometimes, I, you know, it's funny. I will get in my own mind about, you know, do I want to pay for the Instacart? And there's only a few items. And the thing is, yes, <laughs> because it's more convenient for me to just be in the safety, you know, me yeah. be here in the safety of the house then they have to get up put clothes on drive and by the time i do all that they could be on went shopping and bought shit yeah here. and i mean look we we have the ability to pay for it you know we have and then between us working full-time and doing the show a lot of this shit is not necessarily just um 
like laziness and shit it's we're working right and it's literally yeah, like yeah, is this is this or no show like i had some necessities that i needed for this place today and um <laughs> it was funny because i tried to get them last night but instacart did some funky shit where like it was like get your order by this time and then when i put my order in it was like or the next day and i was like what the fuck that mean i'm not gonna be here the next day all day i have to i won't be here till i get out for work and so i woke up in the morning and i get like a little alert like hey your order will be there at 11 o'clock or something i said i won't be here so how they gonna get in and like so i had it was like and i went to and the whole night by the way i kept checking to be like can i just reschedule this to a time when i'm gonna be there can i just schedule And, and it would be like no you can't reschedule it no options no options and I said, oh, maybe you have to wait till the morning and then do it. And I tried it in the morning. It still said nothing. And then the first alert I got was, your order will be there at 11. I said, no. And so I texted the the shopper and said, hey, I'm not going to be here. So, right. you know, if you do that, like, <laughs> like, it just don't make sense. They said, oh, no, just call them and they'll take care of it. And I, uh, I did it like a chat online with customer service and they moved it to, to when I got off of work and, and it okay, was fine because so obviously everyone's had that issue at some point before. I'm not the first nigga to invent that, you know, what I'm saying that, that I can't be I, home. Right. Because I've seen the thing where you can be like, it's a tab to go today, then it's a tab for tomorrow. Right. You know, because I think some people must schedule them out in, like in advance. And I guess mm-hmm. the furthest, which makes sense, the furthest you, I, I think a day in advance is far enough for some shit like that. We can't have you, you know, doing shit. 10 days in advance we don't yeah. know what the fuck's gonna happen oh and i did mean to say one more thing about my outline that uh i did was i asked the other writers to look at it which um mm. sometimes with the writing stuff i think people feel precious about their babies and they mm-hmm. they think in their mind they're gonna turn in like a perfect thing that will just be immutable and unchanged and everyone will love it and and just be it'll be sent in and I, I don't subscribe to that. I, I, I expect everything to be, you know, some level of fucked up and and because it's not and it's not fucked up like I made a mistake. I mean fucked up right. in like it's impossible for me to be Bomani. It's impossible for me to right. be our showrunner or our head writer. They have different thoughts than I have. So mm-hmm. I can send them my thoughts and they can be like, Yes, and I had this thought as well or, you know, we i see where you're going but the place we like the show to go is a different place and so um i just wanted to make sure my argument made sense and my outline made sense and so i bounced it off of like the last and last year we just were so segmented and this year with us getting ahead of shit you can kind of be like hey uh lawyer people can you fact check this like does this make sense to you um before yeah, i turn it in run shit through people in advance right Versus like i don't want to be shit. i don't want to be in a meeting in a read down and then you tell me well you know technically we can't say that you know like no let's mm-hmm. just get the technical part out now so that we don't now. even have that because this year i know more shit <laughs> you know yeah, right I mean? and you and you know what you're looking for and you know you know and you know because of their field they be like well maybe you can wear it like this and maybe you can wear it like that and you can't use this language so like you say you can kind of frame it within their parameters so 
like you say, when you do the table reads and you, you know, run through all that stuff, it's just a smoother process. And, you know, if it's getting flagged, it won't be your stuff. Yeah, exactly. So right. since I know it more, I can anticipate more. And I hope just to make myself a better writer and a uh, better uh, person at doing the job. And I went into other writers room and talked with them a little bit because I last week I was just so much just trying to get everything straight that it was like I really wasn't socializing as much it was like right. you know if we had a meeting of course I'm in the meeting I'm always cordial and friendly and shit but I wasn't like stopping by and being like hey what's going on in here how y'all doing you know mm -hmm. so I got to do that a little bit today and talk to new writers uh, about like you know other stuff they worked on and and, and that was cool um, because you know they everybody in that motherfucker's bad bitch. You know what I mean? Everybody, everybody's they, they doing, doing a lot of shit. Yeah, they've and they've been in the game longer a than lot me. Of credits, you know. So they 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 you know um, they they got stuff to us like you know I worked on the Colbert Report. I worked on uh, Deez and Mero. I worked on uh, Full Frontal with Samantha B. I you know like everybody's got some shit and it's just like dope to hear their stories and i'm sure i'll get to know them better over the course of this four months but uh yeah it was you know a really interesting uh it was a good day to for that stuff how you been getting adjusted to your two uh crewmates oh yeah well you know i know tommy from last year mm -hmm. uh so you know me and tommy get along great i you know yeah i always i like that's tommy. a good dude i like that and dude. he's uh and he's uh, he was one of the first people I said, can you look at my outline? Because, you know, he was was an editor for, I yeah, want to say, like, thorough. yeah, for, like, some major publications. So I said, hey, he'll know. So if this shit yeah. don't make sense, he like, and he's not mean. Yeah. He's not mean mm -hmm. at all. You know, like, he's very uh, understanding and stuff. But, like, if it didn't make sense, he's very honest and would tell me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he wouldn't be like uh like even if it's something where i feel adamantly the other way he wouldn't just be like oh well that's his shit it look i guess it's gonna be raggedy like he so that was good and uh and then um elena like i told you she's extremely funny and stuff but she's also just like really good um at, 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 at like the uh, helping to sharpen the arguments and stuff and so she has some some ideas about how to move things around in the outline and, and I incorporated all that stuff into there and highlighted some of the the issues that we're really gonna have to nail if this piece comes together. So yeah, it was everyone I'm getting along with everybody. Uh, you know, but I get along with every I got along with everybody last year, you know. So, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't anticipate no problems and hopefully it won't be no problems because mm -hmm. I'm definitely not bringing no problems to work. I'm just gonna do my job and uh, try to get his, everything done. Yeah, no drama for me. Um, so yeah, that was that was that was my day. Um, did, was there anything you wanted to bring up before we get into segments and shit? No pressure. Mm -hmm. I'm just I'm just asking. You know, I didn't want to be impolite. Oh no 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 no. You good? Uh, other than that, I I've uh, been uh, trying to catch up on Chainsaw Man. Oh yeah, um, I'm I'm sure I'm behind you. I think I've only seen two or three episodes how you enjoying that i've been enjoying it but i do not know what's up with this app Crunchyroll. yes with Crunchyroll app because every time i can't just press go through i have to kind of go back 
and he's like, why can't I just press play from right here? First he of all, a error message. First of all, these fucking apps where you can't segment it out to different people is I don't know why every app isn't like like why doesn't every app has it like hey wife husband son child whatever like why are we family plan yeah why are we struggling not even family plan just why are we struggling when you don't have multiple platform uh profiles Netflix got it Amazon got it Paramount Plus got it but Crunchyroll Funimation do not have it and it's like this is an easy fix because most you can be in the same household and want to watch shit at different times just make right. it easy and um yeah the Crunchyroll app is just so not intuitive Funimation mm-hmm. is better but then they got bought by Crunchyroll so who knows what that's going to mean but right. yeah chainsaw man i gotta I, I basically just go i think i'm using the one on fire stick because that's the other thing Crunchyroll ain't even on the samsung tv thing you gotta like turn on an xbox Which or playstation or something and then the apps look different based on what you logged into to do it it's just mm-hmm. ghetto the ghetto yeah i'm like you just have different profiles like i don't understand like that particular piece because it's like you're a goddamn streaming service obviously a lot of people gonna have family members i mean even if you limit it to three or four people just to be able to log in but you know it's one of those things where it's like if me and you want to watch the same thing which which we can when we're both here we normally would have sat down and watched it together Mm -hmm. but with us being at two different locations i want to watch it i don't want to get a ever message i can't find it i don't know where the fuck you last left off then i got to go down and back down and find the sub the dub you like come on right it's it's trash the ghetto the ghetto the ghetto and um, I know it's it's just that one too because anything else I press play, it'd be like, yeah, bitch, we'll play it for you. I was like, oh, you doing this one? You might, both you know what, baby, it. you might need to try because what you watching on the Xbox? Yes. Try the PlayStation. See if the PlayStation, okay. get the Crunchyroll on PlayStation, work better. Just, I'm sorry, it's just. I don't know, cause that's the thing. They the apps don't all stay updated on on the different platforms and shit, and it's just a pain in the ass. Um, but I I do like Chainsaw Man, and mm-hmm. oh my god, My Hero Academia right now. Oh my yeah. god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> yes, cause I, we watched like the the last uh, su- uh dubbed episode before you left, and at the end I was like, oh shit, didn't see that coming. Yeah. And then you told me that it was up to date. I was like, "Oh shit, shit about to give me yeah, real." Yeah, like so, so we I, we always go. So they did put up the new episode. So we two episodes behind because we wait on the dub, not, not the right. sub. But mm-hmm. um, oh, it's so good. Like last season, I'm not gonna lie. I I wasn't feeling last season. I felt it was too much filler. Um, it it felt like a lot of just like character building and ability building and all this shit and so i was it was getting to that point where i was like oh no my hero academia about to turn into like that naruto time to get the cash shit and so when the new season came out i was not that geeked about it i was like i was like are we about to get the same shit from last year where um 
it's gonna seem like we're gonna get a big ass fight and a lot of character building but they about to be like and here's Midoriya training for six episodes and it's like I don't it's not that it don't matter but I don't care as much about that versus him fighting these villains but honestly they delivered they came back yeah this is in like the, the middle villain of this, arc I yeah was like, oh oh we want to end the thing is they made me care about the villains like I'm talking about like really care like their motivations mm-hmm. and and you know you go oh I mean because you know they people too but it's one of them things where the, for some of the villains they go some of them are like hey this thing that y'all call the world turn this motherfucking back on me and y'all niggas went there for me when I needed y'all the motherfucking most so mm-hmm. I'm gonna burn this bitch down I was like oh it's fucked up but I understand <laughs> Yeah, my man twice took that L, and I actually felt bad for twice. I like, I felt like he got betrayed. <laughs> I said, "Damn, they got me feeling bad for the bad guys." Yes, I was like, "Oh, Paul Fang," I was like, "Oh, cause he was so innocent." Right. And he was looking like, "Bro, like, what? Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand." Oh. Yes, that 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 shit that shit broke my heart. <laughs> oh, all right, let's uh get into some a little bit of segments and stuff before we you know move on. It probably won't be as long as episode as as usual, but we'll do a little stuff. Um, let's do some uh, regular news. Um, American Automobile Association lists the best days to travel during Christmas holiday. Okay, what are they? Um, so they're saying they expect uh, 112.7 million people will travel at least 50 miles from their homes starting December 23rd to January 2nd. Uh, that amount is up 3.6 million people from last year. I can um, see because I think for a lot of people... I was excited for a lot of people. This Christmas is the first time for some people in two years that they've actually was like, I feel comfortable going with my family because the past two Christmases, even with us, we really hadn't been doing anything as a unit because, you know, of COVID and restrictions and all. But I think this Thanksgiving, the numbers went up. I was like, yeah, this Christmas in particular, now this New Year's really might be off the chain because a lot of people go, well, hey, I haven't been able to cross in a New Year's with my family in like two, some people two to three years. It was like, it's been a while. I haven't seen y'all niggas since like 2019. Yeah. And so for some people, they go, you know what? Enough is enough. Particularly if you, if you got all your shots, you vaccinated, you boosted and all that shit. So for a lot of people, they go, okay, I've done everything I'm supposed to do and I'm just tired. Yeah. The, um, with the hybrid schedules too, and people working, being able to work from home, you can travel at different times that may be more convenient so it's not just everybody working monday through friday getting off of work and then trying to travel on a you know the same days uh mm-hmm. but um yeah they said travel by car this year is on par with 2018 um uh but shy of 2019 when 108 a million americans uh drove out of town for the holidays which is the highest year on record mm-hmm. um but which is probably because people were scared to be in planes. 
Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Air travel is expected to see a 14% increase uh, from, from last year. Um, and America will likely see pre-pandemic numbers uh, with nearly 7.2 million Americans predicted to travel by air. Um, even buses, rail, and cruise ships are expected to see an increase in passengers. Uh, those methods for travel will reach 3.6 million, which is a 23% increase from last year. So here's... I, mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, no, no I'm, you I'm about, go. I'm about to say, I can, I can see that uh, because for a lot of people on the side... They hadn't been traveling. They haven't been going nowhere. They've been stuck in the house. And, you know, cruise ships is some people's jam. Like, that's what the fuck they do. They get on them boats, and they travel to wherever party, have themselves a good time. So for a lot of people, they were like, I've been giving up this shit for a very long time because of the pandemic and things like that. So I could see a lot of people, you know, doing some of the things that they really love. And a lot of people actually do those cruises this time of the year anyway. And so they was like, well, I'm going to do the cruise, do the yacht, do the party boat or, or, or whatever, you know, those things are, you know. And I could see some people going, well, I don't want to drive or what I will. I do a bus if I can't do the plane, you know, and things like that. Just have somebody pick you, pick you up from the bus stop, you know, and things like that. So you're going to have like a huge uh, increase in in um, these activities, because like I said, for a lot of people, it's been two to three years and they have. A lot of people they're just fatigued and they're tired. Now, so, you know, I think that's the motto to a lot of this. So they have a list of times and days of travel, but it's mostly just like so the twenty third of this month before two PM after eight PM. So basically just be off the and like it goes like that, the twenty fourth, before eleven, after seven. So it sounds like right. during the day and the afternoon is when they expect a peak travel. Um, on the 25th, which I believe is Christmas Day, that's minimal travel because everybody will be where they're supposed to be. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so it, it's basically exactly, basically, look, if you got to go somewhere, try getting there before 2 p.m. Yeah, I, I, I remember uh, when I was a kid uh, and we used to uh, go up to have to go up to New York when I uh, to Albany when uh, see family members or whatever. Uh, I didn't understand it, but this would be one reason why uh, they would make us go to bed really early and we would like wake up at like one or two in the morning so we could get there at like one or two because it literally takes 12 hours to drive from Charlotte to Albany um, straight because Albany is like up, 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 up state New York. And so uh, like up there towards Buffalo. And so not as far as Buffalo, but you know, in up, up but up, further up north. And so that that's probably why because they was like, what we not going to be doing is being stuck in some of these major cities when, like, the big traffic hit. We, You know, we want to be, like, halfway there, kind of sort of there. So if we hit traffic, we're hitting traffic, like, further up north. We're not hitting traffic, like, down south somewhere. I'm, you know, so that makes sense. When you talk about that 2 p.m. and stuff, because we tried to make sure we would be, you know, wherever we need to be within the decent amount of time. Washington, D.C. is making public buses free forever. Forever. Let's go, D.C., Mm-hmm. Yeah, people tax money is paying for it. I don't blame you. Yeah. Yeah. And it should be. And you know what? And that's smart because you know what what happens when you do that? Some people might be like, "You know what? The fuck I'm driving for?" Yeah. Like like you like it's it's the 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 end result is you actually going to make uh, um um more people going to actually utilize your services now. Yeah, they had uh, a lot of cities had suspended um, fare collection during the pandemic to minimize human contact. 
and make sure that residents that didn't have other travel options could still reach their jobs and services and stuff like that, especially for first frontline workers and stuff. So it's actually really cool to see this carry over to like, let's just make this permanent. Um, so uh, that and, and there's other cities, Boston and Denver, states like Connecticut are considering broader zero fare policies to improve equity and help gain ridership that was lost during the rise of the remote and hybrid work, which is another thing they lost. Right. There's less people going back and forth to work on the bus if you can work from home. Um, but also like as a equity and inclusion and, um, like leveling the playing field, the people that pay for this shit, are mostly your people that don't have light, don't have cars, uh, you know, that, that have jobs that they are working on the front lines of that can't do privileged things like work from home and shit. And so to see, um, you know, to see cities step up like this, that's amazing. I hope it becomes a trend. Yeah, and it saves a it saves a cost for people who are at or below the poverty line and the working poor. Mm-hmm. Now they, this is a cost that they don't have to to pick up as far as right. going. Okay, do I have enough to catch the bus today? Do and they I didn't have say to the bus for the they didn't say bus to a certain part of the city, bus for only these people. Like if people can use the bus, you know, um, you can do that. So. Um, and, a, and a lot of uh, people that uh, tourists will actually start using it too, you yeah. know, when they travel around, you know. And, and they need and the ridership. Use it anyway. They need the ridership to fucking justify what they do. Um, True. But I don't know. I think I think it's a neat thing to do. I think there's no reason not to do it. It's not like it's it's gonna be better for black people if it's like, well, no, just keep paying for it. It's, you know. Um, so I just think it's like a cool thing for a city to do. And it seems like the kind of thing more cities should consider. Um, and especially with gentrification and shit, pricing people out of cities and stuff, but then those people still have to work there in a lot of cases. So then it's like an extra fucking charge I'm paying just to get around to give, to serve your ass, you know? Correct. And also is, uh, one of the things to where, like I said, you're going to be saving money, tourists, and things like that. I, and my thing is this: like I said before, same thing with the free with the with the uh, school covering school lunch. You're going to raise my taxes. When the last time taxes goes went down, bitches, they don't. So you know what? Go ahead and and allow people to use these services, even if I use them or not. I know I have the option to use it. Take my money and allow people to be able to go back and forth to work without the cost. A uh, disgraced R. Kelly manager is handed jail sentence for threatening to shoot up Manhattan Theater if they didn't stop screening the documentary accusing the singer of sex crimes. Yeah, long story short, this motherfucker, right, straight to jail. Donnell Russell is his name, and he will serve, I believe, 20 months for this. Um, and it was so blatantly stupid, and it's the, and I'm so glad he's 47 years old. He's due to turn himself in next year to serve his sentences in both cases simultaneously, which is interesting that isn't, you know, that he's being given this much leeway and stuff. But ultimately, the thing for me is I wanted to see more people around R. Kelly go to jail. 
because he was this man is a fucking illiterate people did this work for him right yeah he couldn't read and write so it's like somebody had to organize this shit for him yeah when you put you're putting him in jail but you're not the monster of r kelly is bigger than just one dude um a lot of people enabled or turned the head the other way or straight up contributed to this shit and so i'm Mm -hmm. glad to see someone else go to jail for it even though uh you know is it'll be 20 months and he can turn himself in and all that shit you know and i know jail's not a great place uh obviously but that's what we got right now uh speaking of which right um in a federal a federal lawsuit says an alabama inmate baked to death after being found dead in his cell with a body temperature of 109 degrees bitch what so can we put this dude in his cell I'm just, uh, anyway uh thomas lee rutledge 44 he died um and he had complained that you know his prison cell was hotter than three hells and all this stuff and um in response the prison decided that people were forced to stay in their rooms around the clock including for eating and bathing um and and uh even though they complained about the extreme temperatures they just ignored them and if you complain they was like now you got to stay in there and so his family's filed a lawsuit um goddamn right yeah uh for accusing the staff of deliberately causing his death right um an investigator on site when rutledge died said he went to the ma cell to chat with him around 8 p.m but when he opened the meal door it was hot like opening an oven and when he dropped Ooh. his when he dropped his meal door it was hotter than three hells when it dropped said uh hopper told cbs news um he had checked on rutledge with, after another inmate reported he was unresponsive prior to rutledge's death the correction facility had new air condi- conditioning systems installed in 2019 to 2020 the lawsuit filed by Rutledge's sister argued that the, that the mental health ward uh, where the inmate was staying had its air conditioning controls tampered with and wasn't a part of the new updates. The other thing about this, too, is um, it was December. <gasps> so if the, if they found this man in December, now I know it is Alabama and I'm sure it's hot all year round. But if it, if it's 109 degrees in there, that's inhumane you know what i mean like that that like something went critically wrong right right and 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 this is why you have a lot of people that are very they advocate about the humanity of jails Mm -hmm. there's some people they go i understand the purpose i understand you can't get rid of them we understand stand this but what you can't do is lock them up and act like these aren't human beings. Like, that's what you mm-hmm. can't do. You have to treat them right. You have to treat them like they have family members and loved ones that care about them, regardless of what horrendous crime they did. They, they are some people's family members. Right. You know, and so people just want to just, we're in America, we punish. Punish fucking humanity. Fuck what you did. Never forgive. Never forget. We're going to hold that shit of you forever. We, we don't believe in rehabilitation. We don't believe in people can change. We don't believe in people evolve. Even though everybody who's underneath the sound of my voice at some period of time has fucked up. You have fucked up. You have fucked up. 
doing something to yourself. You fucked up doing something to somebody else. Knowing unknowingly, you fucked up. You had to grow. You had to evolve, and you had to change. And I understand this is not the same as committing a crime, but at the same time, there is some form of evolution that happened to you at some periods of times in your life. And and for some people, is 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 because at you, which is maybe the reason why you might not be in jail. But if you would have been caught you would not want to be in these situations because everybody thinks that they're an exception to the rules until something happens and your ass is in jail or being locked up and then everybody wants complaints about how inhumane it is. This is what happened with the people from January the 6th. These are probably some of the same people that was like, nope, cut the funds, we don't give a fuck. And then it was like, I can't get no vegan, no bitch, because you didn't want to fund the shit. No bitch, because you didn't want, you 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 wanted the states to handle it and you didn't want the federal government to step in with rules and regulations and regulate this shit. You wanted the people to be the product and this is the end result of that. And he was on a medicine that made him more susceptible to these heat changes and stuff too. Um, and so they knew that they should, they knew it wasn't supposed to get above 85 and it was 104 in there. So somebody gotta, somebody gotta get fired, get sued, and maybe they need to be in jail. You know what I mean? And then that maybe that'll change the conditions and you put some other motherfuckers in there. That's like, you know, Oh, that's what the 104 feel like. Um, right. And then they get out and then they become advocates because they were like, I, you know, this happened to me and it could happen to you too. People get falsely accused of shit and arrested all of the time. Just because you're in jail sometimes, it don't mean you've always committed a crime, but because we're like lock them up and, and throw away the key and act like, you know, we just don't want them associated with society. Now, there are some people know you don't need to be a part of society, but you yeah, still but need even, to be treated right, humane. Even if you did commit right. the crime, like, this is not what I'm for. You know, mm-hmm. when I say They're someone needs this. to go to prison like that dude to help R. Kelly, I'm not going and then dying 109 degrees uh, because somebody wasn't doing their job. Uh, Bill Kennedy, a maintenance supervisor at the jail, allegedly discovered the AC controls to the T unit was destroyed. Ignoring the finding, allowed for the system to reach more than 130 degrees and destroyed the temperature logs. Kennedy denied the accusation that he intentionally harmed Rutledge. The air conditioning company is also listed as a defendant in the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't blame you. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I don't, you know. And 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 and, and hold on. Do do I do I, how do I sound to you? I, I you sound fine to me. You hear crackling oh, okay. on your side. Okay. Yeah, you sound fine. Okay. Okay. I just, okay. Well, it just might be just my side. Did I you want to refresh? Up. Maybe if yeah. If, let me okay. Why don't you quick. refresh and I'll keep the audience company and stuff. Uh, but yeah, it's you know it's extremely dangerous. Uh, for the conditions at these prisons uh to be like this and i think a lot of people like people look at folks that go to prison as like less than in society and not part mm-hmm. of society to the point where they don't care about the conditions they're in if you ever had a loved one in these situations like they charge you to even like get on skype and see their face for a little bit of time like it's very monetized um and they're making money off of these people's bodies because you know it's straight up capitalism the the hardest mm-hmm. ca- harshest kind um, and in a state like Alabama, you know, the majority of them people in there is black. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they don't give a yeah. fuck. No. And when you go back and you start uh, finding out about the history of prisons and the way they were designed and shit like that. And, you know, it's literally the closest thing to slavery without, quote unquote, calling it slavery. They get paid close to nothing to work per hour you know, and shit like that, like, it is not fun, and I didn't realize, like I said, I learned this not too long ago, and I didn't realize initially when prisons were first done, like the chain gangs and things like that, they actually had men and women all together, 
and women used to get raped and abused and all types of shit. Like they didn't separate anybody out, you know? So it's one of those things where the whole thing is about being abused. They feel like nobody cares about you and nobody loves you. And I think is they've done studies that say for a lot of people to, particularly for like nonviolent crimes and, and people that aren't there for a long time, they say things to actually prevent them from going back in is being in contact with their loved ones. Um, you know, being in contact with their children and, and their significant others and things like that. And these systems have done everything. Now they, a lot of times when people get arrested, depending on what they do, they'll ship them to other states. So, so it's almost impossible for people to go get to see them. They'll turn around. They'll, they'll, a lot of, particularly with COVID, and some of them haven't lifted these restrictions, they'll go, well, you can't come. And a lot of them have never bought that back. So now they're in there. They can't see family. They can't see friends. They can't see loved ones. Everything, everything is, quote, unquote, controlled. You know, so it's one of those things where they purposely design it to keep people in these systems. You know, the more educated people are, the more they can learn and things like that. And a lot of these places, you know, people can get the education. People can learn how to read and learn how to write. What did they do? They stopped allowing people to give books. They stopped allowing people to, to do certain things that was actually for the edification of the people in there because it's not the edification of the people. You know, they actually don't care about them doing that. The goal is to keep you back because you are the product. I make I make X amount of dollars by the amount of people in here. This is why when they pass laws to be like, hey, some of these people that commit these crimes and go free, what do they do? They want to charge them. Now, you know, you're free. Now, instead of you clearing your debt, now you have to pay your fines and your fees. So now they charge you for the right to vote and, and clear your record and all that type of bullshit because at the end of the day, it is about keeping you in there because you are the product. Well said. No, I agree completely. Um, let's move into a different segment. Okay, let's uh, go ahead and keep it uh, kind of on the down. Let's talk about fucking with black people. We're just fucking with them people because they black. We're just fucking with them people because they black. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. Hey, hey, Fucking with black people, the game we go around the globe, find different articles, and let you know how fucked with we are by what we talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. Virginia Capitol removes its final public Confederate monument. Uh, the city of Richmond, the capital of the Confederacy for most of the Civil War, removed this last city-owned Confederate statue. Virginia. Yes, Virginia. Uh, more than uh, two years after it began to purge itself of what many saw as painful symbols of racial oppression. I love that we still have... White feelings are so powerful. I love that we still have to talk about it like it's a debatable thing of like what some people see as symbols of oppression. It's like I don't no, give a fuck if that's your great granddaddy nigga. He fucking was right. for the slavery. Come on. <laughs> like what? We gotta really act There's like no it. To this bitch. Some people, some people see it as um, some people view it as cruel. Bitch, it was cruel. The fuck are we talking about here? Can you imagine we said that about like a swastika? What's what like some people see as a bitch. as a sign of oppression, the swastika. Anyway, uh, it took it just took uh, it took just minutes for the the free statue of Confederate General A. P. Hill, 
from its base before a crane using yellow straps looped under the statue's arms lifted it onto the bed of truck tires on a flat truck flatbed truck after the statue was removed the crew got to work removing the base several dozen people including neighbors summer hills indirect descendants and supporters and opponents of the removal stood in the closed intersection watching the crew work uh, i wish they just put a camera like they'd have in a zoo where you can just like watch the pandas and stuff but on the on the people that was opposed to it as they had to watch it come down i think i would have i would have paid five dollars to watch them you know that was my granddaddy statue i'm like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. don't cry care. cry cry about it yep i want to see you be sad fuck you <laughs> like <laughs> this the side you on <laughs> you know you picked the wrong side player mm-hmm. um but yeah so zero to 100 what do you get this i give this a 50. Okay. um the biggest reason why i give it a 50 is because it just takes so long it's very frustrating who knows how many meetings they had to have how many times they had to vote how many times this shit came up and they kept voting this shit down you know, the only reason why sometimes things change is because of society pressure in the community. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, if the community is predominantly white and nobody's complaining, they just keep them. They just keep the shit up. They're like, ain't nobody complaining. You well, know, it's hey, probably Governor Blackface. It's probably Governor Blackface that got it taken down, and they got Glenn Youngkin there now, and he wasn't able to repeal this shit. So I'm with it. Uh, I'm not fucked with it at all. Um, if anything. Uh, the only thing I'm fucked with is uh, I'm fucked with on behalf of the racist white people, you know, because I know when how did they racism feel. against white people become OK, because I know that's how they feel, you know, <laughs> that's how they feel. You think you think when they was that taking it, racism, a bitch, ain't it? When they was taking it down, it's they, upsetting me in my home, girl. <laughs> <laughs> they, they was upset. <laughs> oh, shit. I know they wouldn't want to see me out there. Okay, fuck you too, you fat bitch ass motherfucker. Now what? <laughs> That's what they would have said when I rolled up smiling, talking about, hey, what's going on over here, y'all? Um, uh, <laughs> I don't like that shit. For sure, bro. I don't like that shit. But yeah, so, uh, zero for me. Fuck them people. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, <laughs> A San Jose man allegedly shot an unarmed black Airbnb guest who was walking to the grocery store. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep, shot him. Um, and he just looked like he wanted to shoot a nigga. Like, this is his picture. Like, he looked like he been shooting innocent black people since fucking in the heat of the night. Was on. <laughs> was like, he looked like he was one of the one of the trial cases they were covering or some shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> um, but yeah, California man, yeah, hot ass courtroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Cal- I remember watching that shit. That brings right. Mm-hmm. A California man is facing felony charges for allegedly shooting a 21 year old unarmed black man who was walking to the grocery store from an Airbnb rental, and what officials are describing as an unprovoked attack. Uh, he had a panic attack of racism. The victim was crossing the street around 11.08 p.m. Uh, shout out to Apia. That's why I don't be out walking at the middle of the night. You know, I like to walk back and forth to work, but it get too late. I'll just, uh, I'll wait till tomorrow or I door dash the pizza, okay? I'm scared. Uh, 
Um, I don't know these white folks. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, October 2nd, he saw the suspect, later identified as 66-year-old Mark Waters, exited home and quickly approached him. Approached him while holding a handgun. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Six, the 66-year-old approached the black man. Okay, my bad. While holding a handgun. But you know the 66-year-old was like, he was approaching me. I so I pulled my gun out and I started running towards him. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Mm-hmm. And he he was approaching me by by going the opposite way and in a fast direction. You mean he was running? Right. Then he turned his back to me all menacing like, like I'm gonna get you. And I said, oh, I got to shoot this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they version go. <laughs> he said he was big. He was black. He was scary. He, uh, he said. Uh, he got said, them big, them big bubba monkey lips running out me and them, them giant eight legs. This is why I, we I get kicked off. This is why we get kicked off YouTube, y'all. This is why. I was I was oh, keeping it. I was trying to keep us on YouTube. We get the third strike. Oh, y'all oh, remember oh, when it was. I'm sorry. Uh, but he, out. He's, <laughs> this is what's going to happen. We we were never destined for YouTube. It was just what is what it is. I'm sorry, Mom. But, uh, yeah, he, he said... Um, <laughs> Uh, he's, he turned his back to me. Then he said, "I'm menacing, like, please don't shoot me." And I said, "Oh, he—that's a trick, reverse psychology." Uh, but the victim <laughs> tried to run away. But as his back was turned, Waters fired his weapon, striking the young man in the leg. Officers who responded to the shooting provided medical aid to the victim, who was transported to a local hospital with a non-life-threatening injury. Which I always think that turn of phrase is interesting because do y'all know how much shit is fucked up and not life-threatening? Like, we always say that, like, that's a good news. Like, it was a non-life-threatening injury. It's like, you could blow someone's entire fucking hand off, and it's not life-threatening, but you just fucked their life up. Yes. Yes. You guys would say a life-altering shooting. Because yeah. you get shot, that motherfucker's life-altering. That's how much... Like, life-altering is the, a better phrase for it. That's how much guns we got in America. We shoot so many people, we'd be like, it wasn't life-threatening. It's like yeah, he'll he'll never. He'll he'll need he'll need uh he'll never run again, and he'll need three years of of surgeries and and rehab to, in order to gain the ability to walk. It's like yep, but non life threatening. Today was a good day. Um, but during a search of the home, they seized eight firearms registered to this old man, along with ammunition and other items. Waters was arrested at the scene. However, as of Friday, he was no longer in custody because got to get him back on the streets. He was itching to shoot somebody. Whoops. I mean, but not he was itching to shoot somebody, but they put him back on the streets. He's not in custody. They done they didn't lock him up. They it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, no need for you to be up in jail. Uh he was ultimately charged last month with felony assault with a semi automatic firearm resulting in great bodily injury and personal use of a firearm in connection with the shooting. He's due to be arraigned on charges in San Jose on Monday. Here's the thing. Thank God he didn't kill the dude and the dude was able to be a witness for himself. Cause who knows what his story would have been if he had got his way and killed the man. Yes, the whole purpose was to kill him. Mm-hmm. And that's why you don't they don't like live victims. Cause live victims can say what the fuck happened. Authorities are also investigating potential hate crime allegations, but officials declined to provide additional information of a possible motive for the shooting, saying the case is still under investigation um and of course airbnb condemned the attack and blah 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 so i don't know what the fuck the motivation could be what we're gonna what other shoe could drop or, 
oh, he was actually going to rob me or whatever the fuck. But it just seems like a lot of black people's fucking nightmare of just minding mm-hmm. our business, trying to do some normal shit that everyone else gets to take for granted. And next thing you know, I'm a goddamn suspect. Uh, zero to 100. Oh, yeah, this is 100. Yeah, I, I don't want to be a hashtag. I don't want to be an advocate. I don't want to be none of that shit. I just want to live my life. Yeah, that's 100 you know? for me as well because it reminds me of my Arbery. Mm-hmm. Where he was just jogging, and then next thing you know, he was he was dead because some white people decided he needed to go. You know. Um. All right, let's uh get into some a little bit of lighter news. Um. Uh. Let's do some white people news. Uh. Let me pull this up. Here we go. Um. Boom. White people news. shit let's perked up with what white people are talking about okay there's all kinds of white stuff happening and we need to know about it uh good morning america host tj holmes and amy robach won't appear back on the screen together till after the new year's oh shit you know them let's go we gotta let the steamy uh affair calm down over the holidays and then we'll come back and 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 try to regroup um just in time to celebrate a new year with them so uh mm-hmm. and some people yeah, I, I bet i bet you the, i bet you the ratings for gma3 went down i don't know i actually haven't heard anything about it i would imagine they would have went up to be honest oh because they was there but see they took them no 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 i'm saying no 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 i'm i'm saying what i mean I think it would have went up because people want to tune in to see like the mess and the updates and what the replacement house it looked like and what they saying. So I think nothing nothing sparks interest like some mess. Now the ratings would jump through the roof if they come back. Like that like okay, that episode going to be you. at the top, but yeah, I think people messy and even if you wasn't watching the show before, it's like I'm going to check out a couple episodes see <laughs> see what they how they going to explain this shit, you know? How you gonna explain this? Um, meanwhile, the, this is the interesting thing. They're keeping their distance amid the discovery of the affair and the backlash to it. So now they're not hanging out when you know we've seen them all up in the videos and shit before. So maybe they—I don't know if it's just not playing well. They feel guilty. I don't know, but they not—they not out there no more. They're not out in public. It might just—it don't mean they might not be together. They just ain't like publicly like somewhere where everybody can see them honestly karen they're so famous if they were hanging out in private we know like it's yeah, new york city paparazzi and everybody yeah. follows them around so much yeah okay yeah. I'm with you now. i imagine they just shut up in the house right now it's apart probably and that's probably why we like if they went to the grocery store we know right now that that's true yeah they definitely use an instacart in the washing service yeah <laughs> Yes, they are. Uh, Rihanna shares first look at her son with ASAP Rocky. Um, yeah, so she put the baby oh, out the there. Baby. Um, uh, she finally revealed her and ASAP Rocky's sweet baby, the Love on the Brain singer, thirty-four, gave fans a look at her seven-month-old son, who was uh, in her very first TikTok video. Um, 
So I don't know if y'all can see. You said this is a very first TikTok video. Mm-hmm. And this is what she decided to do: put this little baby out here. Look at the little baby. Oh, and then look at that face. That's Rihanna face right sound. there. I don't get nothing. You can't. I'm, I'm not playing sound. Okay. I mean, it's just a baby. What uh, y'all want? Y'all think the baby gonna sing? It's not gonna sing. Umbrella. It's just a baby. Oh no 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 I, no no! I thought she was talking in the background or something. My bad. This is more of a visual thing, but I'll uh, I'll turn the volume on for y'all. <laughs> Give me a second. No, 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 no. It's fine. Maybe she said something cool. I just didn't even think it was that important. But uh, maybe it is. Just give me a second to share it, and hopefully it won't get double audio and, and all that weird shit that we've been getting. Um, so. I'm trying to get mommy's phone. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Baby's trying to take the phone. Wow. Even rich babies try to take the phone. Yeah. Yeah. I also think it's cool because she waited until her baby was cute. You know, sometimes people show the baby right away. And the baby is cute to you because you carried it or you, you know, helped conceive it and take care of it. But she she definitely pulled like a y'all gonna get this this like baby that not straight out to kill you know like y'all like we gonna let this baby uh we gonna glaze this baby we're gonna let it get a little more solid get some color we're gonna let the color come in on this baby uh and then y'all can see my baby because y'all not gonna be cooking my baby the way y'all be cooking these other celebrities babies and shit <laughs> mm -hmm. uh yes. the, and then the baby had my husband, she be she be minding her business. She be like, look, I, I'll show y'all when I feel like what it. What I thought was interesting is the baby had Fenty on it. Did you see the makeup on the baby? <laughs> that makeup was beat to the gods <laughs> on that baby. Uh, Tom Cruise thanks fans for Top Gun Maverick support as he films Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning stunt. It's the honor of a lifetime. Yes. Is that the clip you showed me online? Yes. This is why yes. Tom Cruise will forever go. be my motherfucking man. Uh, nobody wants man. nobody wants to make a movie more than him. Mm -mm. That's why they keep saying because everybody's like, I know you did that shit. He's already in a fucking helicopter or something, far above the far above the in the sky, and he's talking to us. Well, he's got goggles on. And he's doing that thing where you have to talk through like some type of microphone because we can't hear you over the helicopter. And it's all and just, wind. he's like, we're filming Mission Impossible, pause one, dead reckoning, pause one and two right now. Dead reckoning, pause one and two. And I didn't want the year to end without thanking you all for coming out to the theater. And thank you for supporting Top Gun Maverick. Hey, hey, Chris, Chris McCoy. Hey, uh, everybody. Hey, thank you. Hey, uh, listen, we really got a rule. We got to get this shot. Oh, yeah, we're filming. We got to get this shot. All right. Are you coming? Not on your life. Good luck. Okay. We'll see you down there. This nigga jumped out the goddamn motherfucking Damn. helicopter. He jumped off. Back first, y'all. Back first. Fam. And he's still filming, y'all. Still filming. Where was I? Thank you for supporting Top Gun Maverick. And as always, thank you for allowing us to entertain you. It truly is the honor of a lifetime. 
This man is plummeting to the earth, smiling, having the time of his fucking life, talking to this camera. Probably, probably hundreds of thousands of miles per hour. And you know this ain't no green screen shit. You know he did this. Okay. I really got a battle confused. So, I better get back to work. We gotta get this shot. You have a very safe and happy holiday. We'll see you at the movies. Motherfucker, what? December Listen. Right. Then he then he lets go. So I don't know if it's the camera or the cameraman just separated from him, and we see him continually to descend. To I was Earth. waiting on a news report saying Tom Cruise dies during stunt during filming. Of, I was like, yeah, yeah. He just he loved the game too much. You know, I I believe that. I I actually, you know, it's what? like and Charles Barkley when he tore his knee in Philly, and you just went, yeah, that's the only way he could go out. He was gonna play till he got hurt, and then it was, what the fuck? This nigga love movies. This, this is why heartbreak feels good in a place like this. It's because of people like him. He the one that should do that. He the one that should be doing that fucking ad is him. He sure is. I would salute there. Man, you be joking about yeah. that. I will stand up. I'm I will stand up every time. In American. Well, Listen, at least I know I'm free. They did not make two of those. There is one movie mm-hmm. star ass nigga named Tom Cruise and jesus christ i why do you want to make movies so bad sir what is it inside of you and i remember uh i want to say kevin hart was saying when uh because i I, I really enjoy his podcast he was saying that when he started he was like who is the person that actually is one of the most you know dedicated people to their craft and their work and he was like tom cruise he was saying that he found out that tom cruise actually goes and when people do autographs, he, they said he will stand for hours and sign every motherfucking autograph. They was like, if you are in line, they was like, you will get a signed and autograph. Here's the thing. Him. He doesn't here's, turn anybody here's away. Thing. Here's the thing. There's no trailer you can show me for anything that's going to make me more excited than what he just did. There's no movie trailer on earth that can rival what he just did. No one's doing that to get you to go to the theater. Mm-mm, nobody your, your your favorite would never the rock would never that, that's why every time his shit come out you, and that's why when uh he was like i'm i'm gonna take the the uh, movie industry and bring it back and they was like oh tom and tom was like what the first denzel, billion dollar denzel washington denzel washington would tell that white man he's crazy they, yes, they, they were like true. denzel we need you to get in the plane you want me to get in the plane no I'm absolutely not like he, 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 yeah, he'd be like y'all better pull that green screen out nigga i'm not dying for y'all but no, um, what Tom Cruise take it so seriously I, I don't know i forgot which stunt it was but it was one stunt where he got fucked up like for real like they showed her because when you watch it on the movie i was like god damn that look real it's only, almost like the raid where i think people died i was like i I was like, oh, only person, only person I really think was more dedicated to the stunts was Jackie Chan, but dedicated to being a movie star. It was, it's it's not close. It's him. This nigga exists to be a movie star is everything in his life is to, it's like, it's like how Bruce Wayne exists to be Batman and Batman is the real him being a movie star is the real Tom Cruise. And everything else around it is just fake. <laughs> the acting yes, is I, all happening when the cameras are off. 
I cannot wait until uh, Kevin uh, Feige finds a way to actually put him in the MCU as Tom Cruise. I don't That's want, he need to be himself. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they, it's possible to put him in the MCU because he gonna fuck around and and be for real, whatever it is. He gonna show up with a transformer or some shit. He gonna like. He gonna show up and really transform. They gonna be like, Tom, what, 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 what's, what's happening here? Damn. They, they gonna be like, they, they gonna be like, uh, yeah, we need for 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 you to transport yourself from one planet to the next. He was like, oh, in real life, there's no no Tom Green screen. No, I don't do green screens. No, no, I, I'm actually gonna be diving from the Earth to the Moon straight. Like, yeah, some, he'll some, fuck somebody up. Somebody allowed this to happen. He gonna fuck up Marvel. I don't want him around it. He'll like. <laughs> It's comfortable. They comfortable over there doing their thing in the green screen and shit. He gonna be like, but why we not? So we not really gonna jump out of this this helicopter and land on top of the building and slap Thanos? Like, why? Why is everybody? Why is everybody got all these these strings hooked up to him and shit? Why are we not just? I'm, I got a helicopter out back. We can go ahead and get this get this done in fifteen minutes. Yes, what's, what's gonna be funny? Here's a stunt double gonna come up. You're like, no, no. What 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 is you doing here? I do my own stunt. They're like. A time of uh no mm, 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 mm. I do my own stunts. Yeah, Ram- Ramsey D said, but Denzel is filming Equalizer Three. Yeah, he's filming Equalizer Three. Tom Cruise is Mission Impossible Twelve. Okay, this is like it's not close. I love Denzel. Tom it ain't Cruise the same. Ethan Hulk. Denzel That's will tell you to your motherfucking face, I'm not doing this. Like, and and I respect it. Because uh, I think Denzel is sane and would be like, jump out of a helicopter for what? They got stunt doubles that's not as valuable as me to do exactly that. So, yeah, yes. I, Tom, Tom Cruise would be like, kick the stunt double out. I want to do it. Yes, Tom Cruise is so dedicated. They was like, no, you cannot fly uh, uh Air Force uh, helicopter by yourself. Like that, we got to have a professional behind you, sir. He yeah. learned how to fly a helicopter for one of the Mission Impossible. Like he was like, "Bitch, I learned how to fly it myself." I was like, "What well, goddamn?" Uh, radio superstar Adam Carolla is that what we're referring to? I thought it was more of a podcast superstar, but uh, he's dating sexy stand-up Crystal Denha after divorce. Uh, he is dating. Is. I don't know who she is. Who? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll show pictures and stuff uh he is dating a new lady about 18 months after announcing his divorce i didn't even know he got divorces split from his wife lynette in may 2021 after nearly 19 years of marriage but insider says carola is seeing sexy stand-up comic crystal marie denha they've been together a few months now said a source um according to a bio denha takes a leaf from fellow comedy cutie pete davidson who was famously described as having big dick energy and describes herself as having big titty energy okay uh <laughs> I, I don't think pete described himself as that but i, I feel you I, I you know people I, I did think, but, but that's what a lot of people are saying because people go and you big dick energy to me and big titty energy is a little different because like you can see the titties we know right. if you got big titties or not like dick big dick energy is like he may or may not have a big dick but he acts like he got a Correct. big dick big titties we like she got big titties you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you can't hide them. Yeah, it's not you a mystery. Go, Surprise! I got yeah. you know my titties just grow twice as big today. Yeah, we didn't discover like a mystery and shit. We like, oh yeah, she got. Right. Oh, you talking about the big I mean, titty I mean, woman? They, they can grow twice as big, but you have to have surgery. They don't like do it on their own. The daughter of Iraqi immigrants, thirty-eight year old Denhao, has appeared as a special correspondent on Extra and acted in Jane the Virgin. 
Uh, she also says on her social media page that she's a volunteer EMT and speaks fluent Ar- Aramia, Ar- Aramic, Ar- 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 Aramaic. Okay, uh, and yeah, she do got some big, big ass titties. So I mean, that makes sense. Um, and of course, Adam Carolla is a very rich, fifty-six year old man. So I'm sure you know this is par for the course. Uh, for you know, the, you know, you get divorced and then you, you pull a, a fine ass woman that's a lot younger than you and you know that's just that's just what they do uh he announced the end of his marriage on his podcast two days before mother's day last year we're going to start the show with some sad personal news lynette and i are getting divorced yeah maybe lynette had been listening to the show and was like you know what uh this man (laughs) this is not the man like like every listener of his show this is not the man i knew 20 years ago no right we're like you have changed yeah i guarantee you that's what happened yeah i'm not really surprised that he's uh dating a white girl though i feel like he kind of has talked himself into <laughs> into a corner on this one uh but i i was uh a little surprised at uh you know the type of white girl that that he had pulled you know i i, I didn't know that he was into these okay i thought he was <laughs> I thought he was a more Man, of a quote-unquote tra- traditionalist, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's not traditionalist. <laughs> uh, but he likes him a little curvy and a little brown, uh, which... Uh, like somebody said, that spicy white. Yeah, with his prerogative or whatever. Hog, P-A-W-G. Badass white girls. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that's what you into. That's what I'm talking about. What you like, bro? Yeah. I like fat ass white girls, the thick time. Ooh, the yeah. types. Yeah. Those are my favorite. Okay. That's up to you, buddy. Uh Ice T claims to be responsible for Amazon changing his dress code for delivery drivers. He pulled up an old hmm? I'd say when you say change that dress code, like what do you He okay, put up a, he put up an old tweet where he said this is from twenty nineteen, May twenty first message to amazon now that you have regular people making your home deliveries maybe they should wear a vest with amazon delivery on it i almost shot a motherfucker creeping up to my crib last night just saying so they can identify themselves yeah yeah so he's yeah, taking credit you know. i don't i not I, I don't know if he was the first person to say that or not but he decided that that's that's news and so he's giving himself props um drake got a diamond engagement ring necklace that could be worth 12 and a half million dollars okay uh it's um it's made of 42 engagement rings totaling 351.38 carats in diamonds um the jeweler who made it said it took 14 months to make and every diamond was hand selected the multi-million bling includes round emerald princes and pear cut diamonds all set in 18k white gold and he says it's from every time he thought about asking a woman to marry him is each one of these symbolizes engagement ring so he so i guess 42 times he he says okay i guess yes i think that's just some bullshit marketing to to promote this dumbass thing like just just say you want a 12 and a half million dollar necklace bro you don't have to lie you don't have to make Mm -hmm. anything up uh jeremy clarkson 
says he hates Megan um, uh, Markle on a cellular level and dreams of being of her being made to parade naked in the streets um and he alluded it to like game of thrones where he was like uh he dreams of people throwing excrement at her and yelling shame as she's paraded through the streets and it's all because of that documentary she put out with um i have not watched it but they said them folks over there is big mad you know what's crazy is I do I think I empathize with Meghan Markle in this way and I think it's almost impossible for white people to conceive of this but I did not know and did not care anything about the royal family ever Mm -mm. like not once I have never learned a factoid about them it was not taught in my history books. It was not taught in my world history. I did not give a fuck. Honestly, everything I know about them came after this woman accepted that proposal. And I've always thought white people sounded myopic and so white centric when they are like, she must have known. She must have known what she was getting into. And I'm like, it don't like I know y'all cry when princess died, died. And that's fine. I'm not saying only white people cry, but it's a lot of people that went about that day and was like, I was sad Tupac died or I was just living right. my fucking life. Like, I don't, I'm not beholden to this shit. And honestly, I felt uh, as every step of the way as people have done this, like, oh, you didn't expect that. I've been like, I wouldn't have expected that because it just seemed I, fucking I stupid. And and honestly, this shit, this shit seemed mad stupid. Like, they don't even got dragons why is this so fucking important to people and even the people that like attack it from the like they're a colonist da, 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 da. i'm like at the end of the day everything you saying i hear you at the end of the day the one thing everyone doesn't account for is the possibility i'm just saying it's possible that a handsome dude who's wealthy proposed to this woman and they actually might be in love everybody goes with everything but that no one's considered the possibility that that's just what happened and then all this shit for her side now he might should have known better but he could not possibly have prepared her in a way that could any way that could help you with this and even with him trying to step away and all this shit that we keep hearing now and him them you know making this documentary and and talking about the racism and shit they face to me i've been on their side it, it really don't seem like it's a two-side thing it seems like it's mm-hmm. it's a racist white family on steroids type of thing as like and so many black people have dealt with that in life where they were like i didn't know it would be this bad and it's like yeah it's, it's even worse so i don't know man i didn't find this to be so i don't know i don't find i don't get what the other side of this and why white people keep finding their way to like but she she's the problem right she's the bitch right it's like why are you so obsessed with that being part of it? like i can see if she said or did something you're like yo she knew she was foul she was foul when she slapped the queen or some shit she has been nothing but like especially dealing with the slings and arrow of racist ass people that have been attacking her from all sides she's been really the picture of fucking like let me keep it cute and and not clap back like 
the and the stuff that they consider clapping back in their society over there is shit like she didn't drink the right tea with the right spoon like like clearly mm-hmm. clearly this this negro bitch needs to go she back to compton all our customs she's not from there yeah so i don't know man it's it's been extremely uh weird to to say and and when you have people putting they printed this that means an editor saw it somebody somewhere thought this was okay to put it like it's just his opinion and of course now he's apologizing and all this shit and you meant what you said don't nobody want to hear that right and and keep in mind this is after she's making them aware of her side while she kept a lot of this shit in but when she's talking about like yo i felt suicidal because of this your response is fuck her i want to see her drug through the streets with shit thrown on her and people yelling shame shame what you know he he called he said he felt sorry for prince harry who he said was a glove puppet they are convinced this woman is like a a weird machinating scheming machiavellian ass you know like like just like gold digger that that just got this white this innocent white man he didn't know this black woman put this spell on him and now look at him poor harry like it is crazy and i don't know it just shows how easy it is to just like turn people on some on some shit like when white people just consider like our way is the only way of course of course and the thing about racism is everywhere it's maybe formatted in different ways and some people some places in the country is more brutal than others some places in the world is more open than others but no matter where you are you know you're going to be impacted by it in some way uh shape form or fashion you know and like i'm like you i didn't grow up with it didn't know nothing about it uh, you know heard about princess diana you know when she passed other than that i didn't keep up with it i wasn't brought up in it so i don't have the same reverence as other people you know and i'm fine with people celebrating and not celebrating it following it not following like i, I don't care it's just that you can't you know? my thing is just on a human being level i understand that you can't even if you thought you could be there's no way to be prepared for this level of onslaught from people it's just not it's not fair to her and it's so ridiculous and anyone acting like well of course fuck you because that's crazy if you think that's a, a of course situation something wrong with your ass too like this shit has went well beyond of course to like this this is psycho psychopathy like this is such a level of like yeah it's just i don't get it and i and I, it is not normal and i'm glad they're speaking out about it and shit but it's just gonna keep getting worse you know anyway mm-hmm. all right let's wrap this up with some uh with some sword ratchetness and then we'll we'll get out of here okay That's right. Sword ratcheting is time. Time for us to talk about the scourge of swords and spread awareness to everybody that don't know better. Um, Mm -hmm. Oklahoma City, the Moore Police Department released a video of officers deploying a stun gun at a samurai sword wielded man during a confrontation on Tuesday. Police say two officers responded to a report of a disturbance involving a man with a samurai sword. Shortly after arriving at the scene, police said the officers were confronted by the man who advanced towards them. In the video, the man could be heard telling the officers, shoot me, dude. 
The more police department will value the sanctity of every human life, police officials said on a Facebook post. The officer deployed his taser and the man was taken into custody with minimal energy, I- injuries. He was later booked in the Cleveland County Detention Center. While de-escalation tactics remain at the forefront of our minds, sometimes tense situations are so rapidly evolving, officers are forced to make split-second decisions with life uh, with life altering. That, that's it, I guess. Results. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> that was the end of the. It was like, the, <laughs> it was like you had you had met your max. They couldn't type past that point, and the box was filled. The sheriff got a text message. He had to go. He was like, "Oh, all right, y'all. That's our uh, life altering. Y'all fill in the blanks." Uh, all right, y'all, that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate y'all. Um, we'll talk to y'all um, soon. I think no matter what day we record, it'll be a feedback show the next one we do because I think we piled up four regular episodes at this point. So okay. even if we just record tomorrow or Thursday, it'll probably be a feedback show of some type or it might not be till Saturday y'all talk to us, you know. Um, I'm in the works with a new sponsor, so we may do some extra episodes uh just to get Yay. that money because you know that dollar make me holler okay <laughs> honey boo boo child <laughs> all right i love you baby i love you too sexy Mwah. Mwah.